Okay, tonight's slightly different. Normally you get a long preach and a short video. Tonight you've got a long video and a short preach. So um, I thought, I've been engaged with um, Challenge Ministries in Swaziland since about 2010. Um, I thought tonight the best way of getting an understanding of it is to just look at our a short clip, for a 12-minute clip actually, from our 20th anniversary celebration. So uh, just sit back and enjoy the show for the next 12 minutes, and then we're going to come to God's Word as I speak into it. So uh, let's uh, take the video, please. I, uh, I took Mark and Steph and others out to Swaziland, I think it was 2015, and I remember Mark saying to me, I never fully understood the scale of what you're trying to do in Swaziland. So I hope you enjoyed that 12-minute video, and, and thank you for giving us this evening. Uh, it's hard in a three, four-minute slot in the morning to actually communicate exactly what we've been trying to do in, in Swaziland. So thank you for that time. Um, what I love, can I have the, yeah, I've got the slides up, good. Um, what I hope you saw there is that there was just a faithful young Christian couple who saw a need on their doorstep. They saw orphans, and they just tried to do something with with a soup kitchen, looking after 15 kids. Now, for those of you who've been to Swaziland and seen the scale of it now, you see how far it's come. They started really small, and now it's a really amazing ministry. And I think that's primarily because somebody like Kevin is a godly man with a big vision. And he, he's had so many challenges to overcome financial problems, human resource people problems, all sorts. But his trust in his God, his great big God. We sing that song, don't we? Our God is a great big God. I think you sang it this morning. When we really know that our God really is a big God, we can actually do much more than we give ourselves credit for. I don't know if you're like me, but I, I find I doubt And when we consider what we can do next, what are we going to be able to do? We consider our own weaknesses, our own insecurities, our own lack of resources, our own lack of skills. And what I wanted to do now is just a short devotion, because I always find Ephesians 3 is something that really encourages me to think big. And I believe God has blessed Kevin and Helen Ward taking this tiny, tiny ministry of 20 years ago with a few soup kitchen kids through to an enormous Undertaking, And I think God is blessing a really big vision. So I think he wants us in all aspects of our lives to trust him and to think big. So although we're talking Swaziland, let's just come before God's word now. And just, uh, just gonna, I'm going to look at just two, three lots of, of couplets of verses in Ephesians, just because it, it gives a very simple message. So just before I speak, let me pray. Lord, thank you for scripture. Thank you uh, for the way you've used Kevin and Helen Ward in that ministry that started so small. Thank you for their big vision. And I pray now as uh, we look at Ephesians 3, just a few verses, Lord, I pray that you encourage us, excite us, and you take my words, Lord, and touch all of our hearts and minds this evening. Thank you, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I'm just going to take so three lots of couplets of verses. That's all I'm going to do. This is Paul's prayer for the Ephesians and for the Ephesian church to strengthen them. But let's just take these, uh, these verses. Verse 16 and 17. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. 
And I've highlighted on each of these slides words in red, and hopefully we get the message quite simply. It is God in his glorious riches. It's his strength, isn't it? His power. And of course, through faith, Christ comes to live within us. And so his strength and his power comes to live within us. And if we go and look at the next two verses, we get a very similar picture. Verse 18 and 19. I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power, there's that word again, together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Can you see that again? It's God's power. It's God's love. But when we turn to Christ in faith, we are filled to the fullness of God. So we're filled with all of that love, all of that power and strength. It's God, isn't it? It's not our weaknesses. And then again, in the next two verses, repeated message. Now, and this is some of my favorite verses in the Bible. It always encourages me when I'm doubting myself. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Can you see that repeat message again? It's God's power at work in us. I always find that hugely uplifting. So I can simply summarize this. It is a short devotion. I promised I'd keep it short tonight. Um, Our God is a great big God. We sing that song, but do we really know that? God is all-powerful. The God that put the stars and the moon and the sun into the universe. The God that made the earth and then populated, made the mountains and the rivers and then populated it with the animals and the plants. On top of his creation was mankind, me and you. And isn't it amazing that he did all of that just by speaking a word? Our God truly is all-powerful. He's also all-knowing, isn't he? He knows everything that's gone in the past. He knows everything that's coming in the future. He knows every microsecond of my life and your life. He's cleverer than the cleverest academic in the world. Our God is all-powerful. He's all-knowing. And as we just read in that last verse, he's all-loving. His love is beyond our comprehension. Just think for a minute. Pick somebody in your mind that you love intensely. Might be your husband or wife. Might be your children. Might be your parents or sisters and brothers. Think of that love. Because that love pales into insignificance compared to the love that God has for me and for you. His love is beyond our comprehension. And then my favorite verse. God, the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God, he is able to do anything. He can do more than we can ask or imagine. So if we're to take those verses to heart, and we know then that through faith, 
that all-powerful, all-loving, all-knowing Christ dwells in our hearts when we turn to him, then we know that we're being filled with his strength and his wisdom and his love, his power. And that certainly overcomes when we, our own weaknesses. So there's only one conclusion that we can take from these verses, that if we are doing God's work and we're filled with him, and we're filled with his power and his strength and his love, then we can do anything. And as he says, he says we should ask big, we should think big. And that, I I personally find I try and do too much in my own strength and too much in my own insecurities and I feel anxious and we worry about our lack of resources and skills. But we just have to trust our God is a big God. He fills us And he gives us his strength for us to do his work. And that is why I like going out to Swaziland. Because in Kevin Ward, who I've been friends with now for eight, nine years, I find a Christian who thinks big for God. And I always come back feeling inspired by what I've seen. Whoops. And that's what Challenge Ministries became. You saw that it started very small. Um, I read that scripture at the beginning of the service. Kevin felt called into what he was doing through this scripture. Uh, The Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor and sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. And as you saw in the video, in Swaziland, number one in the world for AIDS, there's lots of poor people and there's certainly lots of brokenhearted people. And Kevin wanted to do something about that. And I think God blessed his bold vision and blessed him with lots of relationships so the ministry's grown into what it is. It's holistic. Church is at the heart. Christ is at the heart of everything that's happening. I love the fact he's feeling he wants to house people as well as feed them. The fact that he's build, we're building businesses. I like as a businessman the fact that we build businesses. The profits from those businesses go into doing the work. I love the fact he learned that lesson from a nine-year-old boy that knocked on his door. I love the fact that they're training people. We have 24 pastors in our training program in order to go and plant them across the country. I love the fact that we're building schools and doing education across the country and now then providing health care through an amazing outfit, which you haven't got time to talk about tonight. So CMS uh, is really big now. I'll just give you one example of thinking big uh, that really impressed me. Every time I speak to Kevin, he's dreaming something else up. A number of years ago, he he was wondering, how do I get the gospel to the whole nation? And he realized that in Africa, most people, if they can get around the country, they sit on a bus. So he went to the bus company and said, could we put plasma screens on the buses? And now, across Swaziland, all the buses have plasma screens, and the church have a media department of eight people, and that media department produces church materials, gospel materials, healthcare education materials, social services materials, but the church video team are producing gospel messages that now go on their buses. 250,000 hits a month through church material reaching out into the whole nation of Swaziland. So that's what gets me excited, is a pastor who knows he has a big God and he thinks and dreams big for him. And so uh, can you imagine, again, part of that thinking big, can you imagine a pastor and an elder wandering up to a village? Just to put it in perspective, Bulembu is bigger than Longcrendon. It used to house 15,000 miners. It now has about 1,500 children, widows, 
and other people workers. And that's what we've been building for the last 12 years. That's what I've been trying to help. The idea to restore the town, to train up leaders and send them out into the nation to change the nation. It's amazing vision. A pastor to go and buy a town. But because of that um, trust in God, God provided people to make it happen. Now, one of the things we want to talk about tonight is this thing called ICBCs. It's a horrible brand name, but in community, by community. The idea is that we plant not just a church, but a Christian community, and we do it alongside the community. So they help build the buildings. The chief provides the land. Challenge Ministries provides the buildings and some of the construction know-how. And so, uh, as you saw in the video, we often talk about Berlembu, which is our flagship project in the north. Uh, I think you're going to see some pictures in Lavamisa, which is right in the south, which is very arid. But we now have, last year we had 10. We've now got 15 ICBC plants across the country because their dream is to reach the whole nation. And so I love the fact that CMS are training up the pastors, building a church, building a pastor's house, building a school, facilities like toilets, uh, orphan homes, and then providing health care from those sites. It is truly holistic, and it's truly reaching the whole nation. And I love the fact, in the next 10 years, he set, set us a target of trying to have 60 of these things across the whole country. And Juanita, one of the things that we would like to do is challenge this church and say, do we have the heart to help this organization to try and plant one more of these ICBCs. So we end up having a LCBC community in Swaziland that we help foster. Juanita's going to talk about that in a minute. So last slide for me. One of the things that in this church we dream about, we, we want to do our ministry training program. Our heart is to win people for Christ, to then train them up and then send them out. Well, Kevin and Challenge Ministries have been doing that now for many years. Last year when I was there, they ordained five people out of their training program. And I love the fact that we've now got children coming through our program who are graduating, and they're now working in our businesses, in our women and men centers, they're working in our schools. So the people who come through the program are now being trained to lead some of our ministries, and I love seeing that fruit. We're going to spend a bit of time in prayer, and I'd love to lead us in some prayers focused around those verses that Simon was uh, helping us to understand earlier. Um, And because we've been thinking about young people all evening, um, the first thing I ever learned about prayer was the the teaspoon prayer, TSP, uh, thank you, sorry, please. And so because we're thinking of young people, let's uh, come to Ephesians 3. Uh, As we pray, we're going to pray some prayers of thanks, some prayers of sorry, and some prayers of please. Let's come before the living God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Our loving Father, we come before you tonight to give you great thanks for that wonderful truth. So many of us in this room have had a life-transforming experience of coming to know the living God for ourselves, and we thank you for that. And we thank you for all that we've been reminded of tonight, that you are a great big God, and that you can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. 
Lord God, we thank you for the amazing love you have for the world that you have made. We thank you that we've heard some amazing testimony and stories tonight of lives that have been transformed by Christ. And so we thank you, Lord, for that reminder that you're not just a God of Long Crendon. You're not our God. You are the God of the world. We thank you for your extraordinary power, that power that has rescued so many of us from darkness and brought us into the kingdom of light. And we thank you for how you've taken tiny seeds in Swaziland and a bold vision, trusting in a great God, and you have done amazing things. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God of the impossible. And Father, we want to say sorry because if we examine our hearts, so often we doubt you. We doubt you because things we face in our life we don't understand. We doubt you because so many experiences in our life are out of our control. But actually it's because we're trying to be God. We're trying to control everything and understand everything and know everything. And so, Lord, we want to say sorry for the many times we forget that you can do immeasurably more than we hope or imagine because of your glorious riches. We want to say sorry for the times that we use our great material wealth in this country and we use it in a way that does not share it with those who have less or when we use it and enjoy it without appreciating how little so many have. We want to say sorry for the ways that we can be slow to pray. We want to say sorry for the times when we can decide to be comfortable rather than take risks for you. And so we come to you and ask, Lord, please, would you change our hearts? Would you give us a bigger vision of who you are? But thank you, Lord, too, that tonight's not just about Swaziland. Tonight is really about worshipping a great God. We won't all be called to work in Swaziland. We may not all be called to give to support this work in Swaziland. But you have called all of us to trust in you and to dream big dreams and to trust that you will provide. And so, Lord, we commit our own lives into your hands. Whatever it is in our life that's facing us tomorrow morning. And we pray that the encouragement of tonight would help us to walk into tomorrow confident that you are a great God who can do great things. Thank you that you use us in our brokenness and in our weakness to display your glorious riches. So please help us to be a people, to be a church that continues to have a bold vision to see lives changed by Christ. And we pray all this for the glory of your name. Amen.